Hey mamas, it's time to rise and grind. It's me, Brittany, and I'm back with Christian Mom Uncensored, the podcast where I dive into all the real, raw, unfiltered mommy struggles and all the things from marriage to raising babies to making decisions to leaps of faith to trials and tribulations, you know it all. Thanks so much for stopping by this Thursday. Welcome to Christian Mom Uncensored. Hey mamas, so it is Wednesday morning. It is about 5.40 in the morning. I've been up for the past hour um, and a half. I could not sleep this morning. And I think it was because I was just stressed. Um, If you're like me, I'm a control freak. I like to plan and execute every aspect of my life. And lack of control drives me completely insane. And I have been noticing it more and more as the turmoil of 2020 continues. I I found myself just trying to control the littlest things I can. And you guys know how I feel about Mia's schedule and all of those things. So trying to control that. But I also realized that I've been trying to control my husband. So... Here's the, here's the raw, real truth. If we don't control them on some level, then nothing gets done, but we can't control them on every level of their lives. And I know it sounds bad, and it's probably not good marriage advice to be like, you have to control your husband, because no, you don't. But like, if I don't give Ethan a to-do list, then nothing will ever get done. You know what I mean? Um, but aside from that, I realized that I've, I have to relinquish control in other areas of our lives. Um, I have been, between the two of us, I'm the one who eats better. I'm the one who exercises more. I'm the one who um, like likes to plan and execute and perform. And um, my work ethic is just like a little bit different than his. So I realized over, since we've been locked down together, it's so um, interesting to just see how our days differ and to see how our work ethic differs. So because of all the chaos going on in my life, literally having a baby, um, we're facing some some big giants ahead of us with me trying to fight to be a stay-at-home mom. You guys know the journey. Um, so I've just been like controlling, like controlling everything, like um, really tight with finances and um, which is not a bad thing, I don't think. I can be I can be quite the spender, so I have been like really tight with finances, and he isn't used to that. And I have been um, asking him like, "What does your day look like? What are you gonna get done? Like, what are you focusing on? Are you working on projects? Are you like improving your life?" And it's just too much. So I'm relinquishing that control to be a better wife, and I think. Sometimes when you take a step back and just let your man do him, like they will be fine and do their best. Um, sometimes as women and as wives and as myself, I can find myself um, criticizing or trying to make him do things a certain way, which with my kids, um, it's pretty particular, but like, even just from the outfits you pick out for, for Mia, like, oh, those pants don't fit her yet. That's why they were in the back of the drawer because those are like a 4T. She's still in a 3T. That's why the 3Ts are in the front of the drawer. Like, all the little things. Um, and I've been realizing that that could affect his confidence. And 
it's not something that as wives and women we may think of often. A lot of times as mamas, we're in survival mode. We are getting up, we're getting the kids ready, we're doing the day. And during summertime, and especially during summertime in quarantine where there's no summer camp or activities, for the most part, we are really, really trying to survive and entertain these kids and work from home and do all of the things that we're not thinking about how our words and actions could affect our partners. So anyway, that's not what I was up thinking about, but it is something that I have kind of realized in my life is that the areas that I'm trying to control on some level it's okay for me to really focus on my health really focus on my birth plan really focus on the things that I can control in the midst of all of this chaos but I can't control everything and everyone too so however Ethan gets through the day is how he gets through the day um, all I ask is that the to-do list gets done um, our house continues to be taken care of and aside from that I'm going to let him do him because I haven't been doing that lately and it's been like my fault and it's uh, just been like a fatal flaw during this quarantine is me criticizing and uh, really just trying to get him to do things my way really trying to get him to be like hey we're home don't you want to like focus on fitness and work out and do all these things and I realized without meaning to I may have been putting him down and I think as uh, wives and partners and spouses and all of that, sometimes we have to take a, a step back and look at how we are uplifting and supporting our partners. Um, and if we are doing that. So for a long time, I felt like because I was encouraging him to eat healthier, to exercise, to find something he loves to do and focus on growing that passion. He runs a basketball program. Um, so I haven't I, I try not to stick my nose in it too much because he knows like I'm a planner and I live to plan. Uh, but you know, just letting him be who he is as a leader in that role and just not expecting him to do things my way. <clears throat> so that's just something to think about as you're going through this week. Like, am I criticizing and judging or am I uplifting and encouraging? Even though, at least for me, I feel like my life is 10 times more stressful um, that doesn't mean I have the right to kind of put an extra stress on my husband. I also think that if you just take a step back and allow your man to man and to do life his way and to not criticize about like, oh, you're cutting the strawberries that way or um, whatever it may be. Oh, you're not getting dressed again today. Like we're all trying to survive however we can right now. Um, you may or may not know what he is worrying about as he lays down to go to sleep. I know as mamas, we probably worry about a lot. I know I do, which is why I was up early this morning. So I really just want to give him the space to be whoever he needs to be and just be loving and encouraging. Um, and when he needs me, he'll come to me. And if he needs help, if he wants to change an area of his life, he will say, hey, babe, I'm really thinking about starting this exercise program and I'll be like great or he'll be like hey babe I was thinking about this project and I'll be like great but in the meantime I'm letting him have the space to do what he needs to do so that's just like a random side tangent on good wifing and realizing your mistakes and your faults moving on
I don't know if you guys can hear the birds in the background, but I do have the like screen door open and like the birds are chirping this morning, let me tell you. But anyway, I wanted to uh, talk a little bit about why I was up so early. <laughs> um, and honestly, it has to do with like the circumstances of 2020. Um, I don't want to get into the whole, my heart is broken and I have to be at home with my kids and all of this stuff. Um, right now I am at home with my kids because I'm working from home, <clears throat> but I have been kind of, like I said, trying to control every area of my life and it's been exhausting. And I realized, um, we just came off of a, a long weekend last weekend. And so literally from Wednesday night until Sunday evening, I had plans and I was busy and on Monday I was worn out. And on Monday I was so worn out that I felt like I was sick. I felt like I was coming down with a cold and, um, I'm not, I must've just been really tired. Uh, and so on Monday I worked and after work, I couldn't do anything. I hung out with Mia for a couple hours and then I was like, babe, I need to go to bed. And I was in bed at seven o'clock um, on Monday. And it got me thinking about the importance of resting and resetting and allowing your body to recharge. Because as moms, we go hard all the time. And I mean, all of the time. And we all go hard in our own ways. Some of us are a little more type A than others. Um, I think that I'm not that type A. Everyone I know is laughing at me because I probably am. But in terms, I think I'm a pretty like chill mom. Maybe I'm not. Maybe I'm a, hel a helicopter. I don't know. But we go hard all the time. We are taking care of the house. We are planning for the future. I'm sitting here thinking about, oh my gosh, I never told me as pediatrician that I'm having another baby and I need them to be my pediatrician again um and I'm really gonna forget to do this until I'm in the office next time um in two weeks for her birthday I'll be like oh by the way duh like I forgot to tell you guys will you be my baby's pediatrician um but we just go hard like all of the time and we are like monster multitaskers thinking about the next task. This week, uh, this weekend on Sunday, it was my grandfather's birthday. So we were together and my mom was like giving a speech about him, but also like simultaneously packing up food and like we're about to sing happy birthday. And it's like, oh, you're thinking about the next task. And that's what we do as moms. Like we're working on what we need to do, but also thinking about, you know, 10 steps ahead. And that's another thing that I realize men don't do. They don't think ahead. They don't think one step ahead. So anyway, side, that's just like a side comment. But um, on Monday when I was just absolutely tired, I felt all of these things that I realized that maybe dads don't feel. And if they do, they're better at ignoring it. I was like, I feel guilty that, you know, I've been working since this morning. Now, meanwhile, I've been hanging out um, kind of like upstairs in our living room. Usually I work downstairs in the basement uh, so it can be like quiet and I have two screens so it's easier to do my job. But I, on Monday I was sat on the couch all day and worked from my, from, from my couch. And so like Mia was hanging out with me and then she would go for a walk and then she would go hang out in the basement and then she'd come out and hang out with me. But at the end of the day, 
when it's like seven o'clock, I wasn't feeling great. I felt guilty going to bed. And I was like, I didn't spend as much time with Mia as I wanted to today. Meanwhile, we're on lockdown. So I've seen her face all day long. So I don't know why, what was my problem. And it was then that I realized that it's important to rest. And, and one, you know, I am having a baby too. So uh, if I am tired to that extent, I think it's important to listen, listen to my body and say, I know you feel guilty and you feel like you have a million other things to do, but you are trying to grow and sustain another life. Please go to bed. So it's just so weird how resting feels so weird in today's society. Um, we definitely are like celebrating the hustle and grind culture and there's something to that. I do think that there is a time and a place to work your butt off and there's a time and a place to rest. And on the seventh day, God rested. He worked his butt off building this whole earth. Um, and it's like one of the very first things we read about in the Bible is that God created all of these things and then he rested. And with that being like one of the first things, I think that it's important to pay attention to the fact that even the maker of heaven and earth rested. And also it's in the very, very, very first book of the Bible. So we should have, there's something to be said about resting. Um, and I don't know if there's any mamas that need to hear it. It's okay to go take a nap with your kids. It's okay to go to bed early. It's okay to hop in that bubble bath. It's okay to not go for a walk today if instead of a walk, you need quiet time. That's okay because as moms, our guilt is, is so high and I think we just want our kids to have great days and great memories and we want the best for them all of the time. And I think that's good. It's a marker of a good mom, but we also have to take care of ourselves and sometimes that means doing nothing. Um, and even when we're doing nothing, a lot of times we're thinking and planning and figuring out like the next steps for, for other things. So I just want all of us and all of you and all of myself to know that it's okay to rest and your body needs it. And the next day you're going to be able to mom better. And it's important for your health because when I was not feeling great on on Monday, I was thinking, great, I cannot get sick right now. I mean, I honestly could. Ethan's home, Mia's home. It's probably the ideal time to get sick. Um, but literally, it was just the exhaustion. So take care of ourselves because we want to be around for a long time. We want to watch our kids walk down the aisle one day and fulfill their dreams and do all the things. And we want to be healthy and in a good place of mind so we need to rest and it's okay to rest so speaking of rest I'm gonna hop to this other subject there's another thing um because this is a Christian podcast uh, there's another idea of like resting in God's will and plans for you in your life um for my for me Becoming a mother reset my whole life. Um, and I know it's probably the same for all of you, all of you other mamas, <laughs> but I'm saying for me, it made me think about what do I want the next 20, 30 years of my life to look like? What do I want to wake up every single day and do? 
I thought about like, what do I want my life to look like when my kids are little, when they are going to school, when they're in high school, what do I want my life to look like? And I've been driven by this whole new identity and purpose and desire and career plan and like life change since becoming a mom. And it is hard. It's hard to, to, you guys know, if you have a dream and you're trying to like achieve it, it's kind of like a hard thing to do. I know there are moms that I know who have cool jobs and they find purpose and meaning in their job and they get up and they say, yeah, it's hard, it sucks, but like I love my job. That's not me. It's hard, it sucks, and I don't love my job. So changing my whole life around. I want Mia to see a strong woman who is capable of doing anything she sets her mind to if she works hard. I've always been a really big dreamer. Um, I thought I was going to be an actress at one point. I thought I was going to be an Olympic gymnast at one point. Um, I still think I'll be a writer. Like that's not an, an unattainable dream. Um, neither is acting or all those, those other things. It's just kind of like random. Um, but the anxiety of not meeting this dream or expectation I have for my life has been soul crushing. It's why I was up early this morning. I was up early this morning and I was like, God, Mia was in bed next to me. So I like looked over and I held her little hand and I was just like, God, don't make me leave my kids. Do not bring baby boy. I was about to reveal his name to you guys. Not yet. I'll tell you guys soon into this world and make me leave them, <laughs> especially in, in like, uh, in this environment with all of this, uh, like sickness and school years are weird and I don't have school age children. Mia is like two. So she could go to like a daycare or like a, a preschool type situation. But at two years old, I don't feel the need to do that. And this is speaking as an educator's wife. My, and because I am an educator's wife, I think we got this. Like, we don't need to send her anywhere. Ethan, you are trained husband to do this. So you do it. Um, and I have a little bit of background. But it's like we're all making really big decisions right now. And um, I was up this morning thinking about those big decisions and knowing what my decisions are um, coming up that are like a little scarier for me uh, leaving work. Uh, that means Ethan has to have better work. That means that, you know, I wanna, I'm kind of like a crunchy mom, as I said in episode one. I like to eat organic when we can and breastfeed and I'm kind of like a natural kind of mama as I drink my Starbucks, but I was up this morning just thinking about all the decisions and asking God, like, why would you put all of this in front of me when I've walked through things that I've walked through in the past, when I've already done the unattainable, I've already done the thing. And I, I was honestly sitting and worrying about the future and what the future holds. For some of us, we might be worrying about our college our kids college tuition next year we might be worrying about our jobs or if we will have jobs or maybe you lost your job um, for some of us we're worrying about being good moms and 
setting good examples for our kids. We're all kind of like walking through 2020. And I don't know about you guys, 2019 I thought was the most challenging year of my life. And in a lot of ways, I, I still think it was. I can say that 2020 has thrown up some big giants that I have to knock down. But I, I feel like mentally the place that I'm in now is a lot stronger than I was in 2019. But I remember at the start of this year, at the start of 2020, I thought this is going to be my year. So... And in a lot of ways it has been, and in a lot of ways it hasn't. And there's just so much disruption and turmoil and it feels like the earth is shaking constantly. And every time we hear bad news, there's more bad news to be heard and it's exhausting. Um, but it's also put a lot of things in perspective and there's blessings in this mess. Um, I realize that despite how scary corona the coronavirus is um and i've been doing my best to take precautions i kind of judge what i'm doing based off of other moms that i know um we do get outside every day i'm not gonna say like we're on lockdown to that extent where i'm like nope not going anywhere like we do walk around our neighborhood we live right by a high school we walk the track pretty much every day Mia has been in her pool, you know, three or four times a week. Um, we're not doing nothing. So there's not that. But we haven't been to a park to play on a playground and slides because, like, who cleans those? Am I going to have to clean it beforehand? And, you know, things like that. We did go to, like, a beach lake that I talked about previously. Um but we haven't been to like Ocean City and like things like that. So I we are taking precautions, but it just feels like this year has so many challenges, but like so many opportunities because this is an opportunity for me and my husband and my daughter to really spend time together before we're bringing in a, a new baby. This is a time my husband felt so guilty and uh, he admitted to me this afterwards. I've kind of talked about it before, I think, um, that after I gave birth to my, um, to Mia, I gave birth to her in July. And so she wasn't like a newborn, newborn, but he coached basketball and not only coached basketball, took over the whole program. Well, maybe not then, but he did, he was coaching basketball that basketball season after she was born. So she was born in July, basketball season starts in November. And at the time he was working, um, kind of late, like nine to 6 PM and he worked an hour away. So he wouldn't be home till seven fifteen at the earliest, uh, because at the end of the day, there's stuff to be done at work and kids aren't always picked up on time. And so add on top of that two nights a week practice, meaning he's not getting home till now 10 o'clock, um, sometimes 9.30, but really 10 o'clock twice a week. And then he's gone four hours a day on the weekend. So it was really challenging. And Mia was such a baby. And 
their relationship now is cute and sweet and it's beautiful and I love it and she asks for him and I know that makes him happy when she's like I wouldn't go to daddy and I'm like all right great go to your dad and take him to bath um but he did tell me like he as much as he enjoys coaching and as much as he said he needed to get away we fought so much during that time because I felt like well I don't get to get away I am with the baby and you are gone doing basketball so you can mentally get away I don't get to mentally get away and it was just like a funny time in our lives but he has told me before that he really regretted it because they're only babies once and I think he realized how quickly she grew up from November to March because that's typically how long basketball season is for um, that, that league and he he told me like I lost so much time and I was like yeah you did but now you have time so he's really thankful that right now he gets like this undivided time with Mia that most dads never get I mean most and I'm saying dad specifically, there are some stay-at-home dads in the world and shout out to them um, and shout out to their wives. But because I would be, because I want to be home, I would be jealous. I guess if I wanted to be at work, it would be fine. But um, now he's getting this time that he kind of feels like he lost and he really kicked himself for it for a while. And it is nice to be able to be together as a family. So trying to find blessings in the chaos so anyway I just wanted to say all of that to say there is kind of like joy in these heartbreaks but I have been sitting around worrying about the future I know a lot of you guys might be thinking about next school year what are you gonna do especially if they do this dumb hybrid schedule that isn't gonna work for working parents um, a lot of us have been feeling like we can't control what's going on and a lot of us are scared even just to pro how to provide for our families and how to do so um, in this environment as well as take care of ourselves mentally it's a very trying and like weird time but I was reading through this devotional and uh, I just felt like it was everything I needed and you know, in Philippians 4, verse 19, it says, My God will meet all your needs according to the riches of his glory in Christ Jesus. And I think it's important to know that, you know, your God will meet all of your needs, even your need for child care, even your need for your kids to go to school, even your need to provide for your family. And these are big things that I've been thinking about. Um, early this morning is God how am I going to do it all because I like I said at the top of the episode I want to control everything and I was looking at this notebook I have a cliche saying let go and let God and so often we don't let go and we don't let God and what that means is we are holding on to whatever is stressing us out whatever is keeping us up at night we are so tight-fisted with it and trying to figure it out, manipulate it, and control it, and like making sure our plans follow through, or if there's a problem, trying so hard to solve it. And I think it's important that we do like obviously look at whatever issues we have and try to address them. But 
to let go and to let God is going to be the quickest and surest way to one, get rid of your problems and two, get to get some peace because um, we already have enough going on in our lives today that that we cannot deal with tomorrow's issues. We really cannot deal with tomorrow's issues. Matthew 6 verses 33 and 34 says, but seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you as well. Therefore, do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And this is the verse, these verses are the ones that stuck out, stuck out to me because um, I think if you listen to what God is telling you to do in your life, if you focus on him, it says, seek first his kingdom and his righteousness and all of these things will be given to you. All of the good things that come with God, the promises he has will come to you. And I mean, promises of peace, promises of prosperity, promises of stability, like all of the things that as mamas, and right now I'm worried about, I'm worried about finances. I'm worried about the future of my family. If I quit work, what is our, what do our finances look like? I'm worried and because I'm worried, I don't have any peace. And I'm like worried about being stressed. I'm like, God, I am stressed out. I cannot be this stressed out and pregnant. And anyway, I'm kind of rambling. But when you just take a minute, and I did this morning, I went and got coffee. I was listening to some Hillsong and um, reading the Bible, the whole devotional this morning. And I was like, God, you need to take over everything because I'm trying to control everything and I'm not getting any rest. And uh, what really stuck out to me is do not worry about tomorrow for tomorrow will worry about itself. Each day has enough trouble of its own. And that's true. As a mama, each day has enough trouble. Drinking enough water, getting enough exercise, feeding these kids, like every day has enough stuff that we can't worry about 10 years in the future. Obviously, we should plan for retirement. Obviously, we should definitely take care of the big steps. I think, you know, money management and financial literacy is important for sure. But worrying incessantly about every little thing is not healthy for us. And I'm a worrier and I'm a fixer and I'm a planner and I'm the first person to, when I am scared, when I am anxious, when I am worried, to grab a pen and paper and make an action plan. And that's not a bad thing. That's my coping mechanism but um, I think instead of trying to take action all the time to just take some rest and prayer and listen for God's direction in your life and it'll help you out so I know that this podcast is usually not as preachy or maybe it has been recently but uh, that's just a reflection of what's been going on in my life as I've been talking to God and working through these hard times and a lot of the confusion, I, I feel like there's so much fog in front of me. And I'm like, God, what is going on? It's like my vision's blurry. Um, like literally, I can't see straight and I don't know. Everything feels confusing. And I'm like, I don't know what I'm doing. And all I'm trying to do is like make a, a list of what I can do to not be so confused. When really, I just need to breathe. And, you know... This summer of 2020 is one summer that I'm not going to get back. And I have the opportunity to go for walks every day with my family. 
and to play games and to go swimming. Well, not really. <laughs> the swimming part, never mind. I'm not going to a pool right now except for my friend's pool because hmm, the virus. But this is the only summer Mia will be two years old, you know? So I'm choosing to live in it. So live in today and do something that makes you feel good and don't be afraid to rest. All of these things are just so, 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 so important that I know as a mama, we can struggle with. All right, mamas. So I'm going to close out because I think this episode's getting about to where we usually end, maybe a little bit longer. But I just wanted to say we all got this. Take the time to rest. And before I close, I was on Instagram. I know, I know. And um, Dakotot posted this quote, and I'm going to read it to you. It's by at Cat and Nat, and it reads, Motherhood goes like this. You want to speed it up and slow it down. You want them to be grown-ups and babies at the same time. The things that drive you insane are the things you know you'll miss the most. You want to break, but you miss them on the break. You want to cry because you're so broken, but you want a happy cry because you're so whole. You lose yourself and find yourself almost every day. You have no idea what you're doing, but you know exactly what you're supposed to be doing. It's just the way it is. So cheers to all the moms in all the phases with all the feels. You're not alone. Again, that's back at at Kat and Nat. So obviously this post had me in tears because I'm emotional, but I thought I'd want to share it with you guys because I was like, oh my gosh, that is so motherhood. Anyway not sponsored. (laughs) Nobody is sponsoring me. Don't worry. It's a free range podcast, but I want to remind you guys to rest, take care of yourself, take 30 minutes, two hours, five seconds to breathe. And, um, I will talk to you guys next week. Also remember that you can subscribe on the Apple podcast app as well as the Spotify app. Um, just hit follow and you'll be updated every time there's a new episode. You can also follow me on Instagram at Brittany Jane Stewart. Have a great week. I love you all. Stay blessed. Bye.